0: Oh my god, fuck me. Nailed it. Nailed it. I have a poster of Jesus holding a Glock and it's turned to the side. There's nothing more inspirational than that, my friend. I am so fucking bothered right now. Get your finger off that.
1: Welcome back to Caligula, episode 20. We're nearing the end Aww. of Caligula already. I had 20 episodes in. And, uh, Whose fault
0: was that? Gee,
1: well, obviously Caligula. Right,
0: exactly. Thank you.
1: Yeah, back How are you, Papa Bear? How are you how are you doing over there in uh, the the most advanced capitalist <laughs> nation in history with the greatest of greatest right. of everything? Wow. Well. Uh, how how's it going over there in the the land that we the, the great shining mm-hmm. city on the hill that we yes. all look up to for exactly. inspiration? We want to model ourselves on. As well, you should. How's it how's it going? To- are, you, are you winning? Are you getting tired of winning <laughs> so much winning? Well.
0: That's a complex uh, two-part answer. One, um, white Jesus has ordained that America be the best. So as far as that, we're doing wonderful. Um, uh, anything, any bad news you hear is a, cons- uh, a communist plot. But on a more personal level, things aren't going very well. Heather and I have reached the point where Spent too much time together. I was sitting at my computer working or pretending to work really hard and I had some music in the background and she said, well, what is that song supposed to mean? What are you trying to say with those lyrics? What's going on? I'm like, what in the fuck are you talking about? So I think we just spent too much time together and, and one of us might need to just go camp out for, I don't know, a couple of weeks. But we've reached the tipping point. That's all I'm saying.
1: Was the song was the song, Toto's Africa? <laughs>
0: No, because I would expect her to start singing along. No, I don't even remember. It was a George Michael song. I was uh, hit hit random and just mm. she lost her shit as she walked in the room. So And I'm like, he's gay. I love him. I would do him, but he's dead. You have nothing to fear. But she was upset. So anyway,
1: mm. how are you?
0: Mm. How are you doing?
1: Oh, yeah. I'm ready to execute uh, Fox. <laughs> Um,
0: but mercifully, mer- mercifully, right?
1: No, no. slowly,
0: <laughs> like he's doing to slowly. you right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh God, it's just like I don't know, man. I'm yeah. too old for this shit. Getting too old for this shit. I have kids at my age. Yeah, but we're 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 well. We're healthy. Things are good. Uh, can't complain. Nice. Although I had this dream last Here night. I mean, Fox came into our bedroom at 12.30 just after I got to sleep and said he had a scary zombie dream and kept me up for two and a half hours. Sorry. Wanting Chrissy to shine lights in different parts of the bedroom to make sure there were no zombies there. But at some point between when I finally got to sleep again at 3 a.m. and before he woke me up at 6, I had a dream where I won $6 million. Right. And immediately spend it on getting a bionic arm, two <laughs> bionic legs, and a bionic eye that goes.
0: Oh my god!
1: And it was it was a very happy dream, right? I you know wrote a Facebook post saying "fuck all y'all, I'm out." e five thousand now. I don't need y'all exactly. And, uh, you know, I bought a house and I bought a car and I took Chrissy on a trip to visit her mum. And then I woke up and realised I I didn't have $6 million and it was all a dream. And I was like, fuck you, I wish I had the zombie dream instead.
0: (laughs) Eat me. I don't care anymore. Eat my brains. Mm. Right.
1: Uh, Last night, though, um, before I went to bed, I interviewed um, uh, Archie Brown for our Cold War show, which I posted up. See, I told Tommy G I was going to have a show up this week, and you didn't believe me. I did you were not. like, we, no, we don't have them. anything in the can. Right. right. But, um, you know, I knew I had the Archie thing coming up. Mm. Uh, that was great, really great chat. Yeah. Um, you know, talking about Gorbachev. Uh, people who subscribe to the Cold War show, go check it out. Or it's a free episode because uh, it's an interview. So go and check it out, even if you're not. Good. Like he talks about, he's got a new book out. For people who don't know, Archie Brown is probably the world's one of the world's leading scholars on Soviet history. Mm. It's in his late, he's in his early 80s. Right. Uh, He's the Emeritus Professor of Politics at Oxford, a little place called Oxford (laughs) University. It's my old job. Right. And, um, you know, we we talked about, uh, I said to him, so look, everyone knows... That the cold war ended because Ronald Reagan gave the uh Mr. Gorbachev tear down this wall speech, and the Russians were just so embarrassed right. that they tore it down like the next day. See? And yeah. Uh, yeah, he shamed them into doing it, right. and he said, Yeah, that's that's a commonly held view, and unfortunately, it's completely wrong. <laughs> um, Let
0: me so anyway, that. right? Yeah, yeah, good for him.
1: Back to Caligula, yes. though, yes, uh. Uh, as we were talking about in our last episode, he, uh, you know, he, he successfully invaded the ocean <laughs> um, and then went back to Rome. Around about right. May 40, he gets back to Rome, but he stayed outside uh, the city limits. Easy. Waiting until the end of August. Right. Yeah, he didn't even put the tip in. <laughs> waiting until the end of August so he could celebrate his ovation. Now, this is the year 40. When was the last ovation held oh. in Rome, Ray?
0: Oh, my God. Oh, you know what? Since I'm not allowed to guess, I don't know.
1: Wow. Look at you. See, I can be. Round I of can applause. Be, oh, thank you. I Round can of be, applause for Ray. I can
0: be conditioned. I mean, taught. I can <laughs> learn. I can learn.
1: Yeah. 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 Okay. Here's a, here's, a, here's a doggy biscuit. Yeah, thank you. Um yeah, uh, twenty years uh, earlier, Drusus, oh, son of Tiberius, right. when he went and sort of had a half a battle with <laughs> the uh, uh, some of the Illyricans, the Marcomanni, in the year twenty. So it's the first ovation in twenty years, and right. the fourth last ovation ever to be held. Wow!
0: Are they yeah. getting away from that showy stuff, or? Are we entering a phase where Rome has a long period of peace, or they're getting their ass kicked, and so you don't need innovation? I, I wonder. Wonder what brought that about.
1: Yeah, I honestly, I would be guessing yeah. if I told you and so. And we don't we, do we that because we don't do that anymore. No, pre- we don't <coughs> guess, no. Anyway. But we will find out if we keep going with this show. Yes. Um, you know, depending on whether or not I, my dream was a premonition. Right. Sure. sure, If I if I do win six million dollars, be like, oh, fuck you're all you're y'all, out, I'm, I'm out, out here. of here. You're out of here, yeah, bionically. Yeah, yeah.
0: You're gonna run away yeah. literally. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Dun, 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 dun. Oh. And I'm going to run off with uh, uh, the Bionic Woman.
0: Yes, because she's uh, the only one who can handle with,
1: it. Right? She could toss toss her toss her '70s curls in oh. slow mo, so she can oh. hear with her bionic ear right. my <coughs> erection getting hard. Summers, was something that Summers. Uh, Diane, is that her name? S- I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Well, uh, Lee Majors you- uh, was Steve Austin. Right. And the bionic woman was. The bionic woman was. Jamie Summers. Jamie's, okay. Oh, look yes. at that photo. Mm. Oh, my. Could, oh. Could,
0: could we go back a second? Um, two legs, I get that. Right arm, right eye, I get that. Was the penis bionicized, or you're just going all natural? I, I don't remember what you said. <laughs> I mean, you've got $6 million and they've already got you on the table. <laughs> I'm just saying. You're in your bed. In the bed, she's going. She hears. She goes, Oh, you are you looking?
1: No, no, I'm not looking.
0: No. Oh, I thought that was. No. It's a different. You look. Yeah, look down Why don't you search it out? Put your put your ear down here. Anyway. Sorry. Oh, Jamie Summers. Love that show.
1: Love 12 year old me is getting an erection. <laughs> uh well, yes shower. so yes. Um, now while he was waiting right. to enter the city he uh he had some delegations come and visit him yeah. including some Jews Ray what were the, what were the Jews wanting
0: uh, yeah, there was a Jewish embassy from Alexandria led by Philo. As far as I know, this is the first time that they're meeting. And like you said, they're outside of Rome. They meet in Caligula, Caligula's mom's, Agrippina the Elder's Garden, by the Vatican Hill, again outside the city limits. And as Lindsay Powell said on the show that I did with him, Caligula could be a fickle person with his mood. But fortunately, it seemed when they were meeting, or at least had a conversation, that um he was in a pretty good mood that day. He told them that he would meet with them whenever he could, but he, you know, he still had a lot of things to do and if you think about it, he was gone for a long time. So, I imagine a lot of diplomatic business did build up over his absence, but now the Alexandrians are there along with several other foreign rulers and embassies wanting to talk to him. Um I'm I'm not sure exactly why Philo is there. Is this anything to do with the temple or to do with um uh, the status of his country within the Roman Empire?
1: Uh, no, this at this stage, the temple thing, the statue hasn't happened. Okay. That happens a little bit later. Right. This is mostly just the treatment of the uh, Jews in Alexandria. Oh. They're complaining about taxation and <sighs> this kind of stuff. Now, uh, he met them in his mother's garden by the Vatican Hill outside of the city limits. Just reminding everyone that the Vatican Hill predates the popes by centuries. According to Varro, writing in the first century BCE, Mm -hmm. the name came from Vagitanus.
0: Well, what is that? The, oh, who is that?
1: The uh, big hairy right. god of the vagina. Right. Um,
0: <laughs> I've always thought of it as a guide, but please continue.
1: God or a goddess? goddess. Or do you like to. Sorry, no. Oh, okay. No, no, no.
0: Yeah. Slip of the tongue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Venetanas yeah,
1: yeah. was a Roman deity and and was believed to be the god that endowed babies Sure.
0: <laughs> Sounds like science to me.
1: <laughs> With the capacity for speech Actually, his name would have pronounced uh, wadgetinus, right. <laughs> and I guess that makes the Vatican the Vatican, um, <laughs> Like Yahweh was Yahweh. Right. The Vs are Ws. Because of their first cry, wah, 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 wah That's a stretch. Was the uh, first syllable um, right. pronounced in class. It says wah, wagitus wagitanus. Right. Uh, so it's the Vatican. Next time we go, then I'm going to say, can we go to the Vatican? Please. Please. Yes,
0: thank you. Mm. And if they say no, I'll say I, wah. Go ahead.
1: I looked at, I looked up uh, Varro and it's pretty good. Um, actually, is this uh, somebody uh, quite? No, this is somebody quoting Varro. I can't. Or well, I guess he was Waro. Right. This is uh, somebody quoting Waro talking about the Vatican and Wagitanus. Baba Wawa. We have. From an ancient source, though, we have been told that the word Vatican is applied to the hill and the deity who presides over it from the Waticinia or prophecies, right. which took place there by the power and inspiration of the God. But Marcus Warro, in his book On Divine Things, mm-hmm. gives another reason for this name, as Ius says he, was called a deity and an altar was built to his honor in the lowest part of the New Road because in that place a voice from heaven was heard. So this deity was called Watacanus because he presided over the principles of the human voice. For infants, as soon as they are born, make the sound which forms the first syllable in (laughs) Watacanus. and therefore said wajiri to cry which word expresses the noise which an infant first makes
0: i can i share something with you I, to me that sounds like it's a priest looking for a job made up some mumbo yeah. jumbo ship mm. shit mm. looking for a job looking for a state mm. contract mm. and it sounds like he got it
1: mm. Mm. Oh, what was did, did what was that did you did you hear that what? oh no i, I what I no. Did you hear that? That did you hear that voice yeah. coming from coming from the heavens? <laughs> oh, you uh, wait. Well, you didn't hear it. Oh, you must, but not must not be righteous right. enough. Uh, I heard. I mean, I so, I heard it clear as day. Yeah. If you could step so, aside, please.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Don't look me in the eye.
1: I think um, Saint Paul read right. that story somewhere and went, so, really? "Really? That's all you have to do is say you heard a, you heard a voice, saw a light. That's it. Yeah. Shh, fuck me, and you get a job for life.
0: <laughs> I'm up for that. Employed."
1: Now um another explanation right. might be for the Vatican might be that uh there might have been an Etruscan settlement there called Watica or Waticum. right uh the the general area the Romans called Vaticanus ager the Vatican territory but there's been no evidence of a settlement mm. pre-Roman settlement discovered there I like It's probably cuz the uh, you know it's it's probably down in the Vatican tombs, the Vatican archives.
0: <laughs> deep, deep in the uh, Vatican.
1: Along with evidence that they just made Jesus up. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> ha, ha. So anyway, yeah. foreign dignitaries meeting with uh, Caligula. At some point, he gets bored yeah. sitting outside of the city limits and he makes his way down to Campania
0: mm-hmm.
1: near Naples. Why, why, why do you think he's going down there, Ray?
0: Ooh. Um I don't know and this is not really a guess it's an educated guess which is in a different category altogether mm, really yeah
1: coming from you okay.
0: <laughs> okay. Um is he does he want to physically be further away from Rome because of all the conspiracies maybe there it's not safe mm. to be in Rome but it's certainly not as much safer to be next to Rome
1: yeah that's that's a good guess um, I sorry. I, also, sorry. I also read that he was trying to get away from the foreign diplomats. Oh, they're the worst. The Jew. Sorry. My assumption was he wanted to get back to the sex palace. Yeah. What's going on with the sex palace all these years? Right. I mean, I want to know, like when Thibaut died and Caligula left, what did they do with the sex palace? Did they caretakers? You know, just, uh, well, was it like uh, a COVID 19 lockdown scenario where right. they just said to everyone, don't leave? Don't change a thing uh, until I get
0: back.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll let you know. Right. What happened to it? I mean, did they all, did they send everyone home or did everyone just stay there? What, yeah. what happened to the little fishies? What have they been nibbling on for the last few years? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about the, the woman with the legless lizard that she was I, like to stick up her? I really want jJ wa, waj, <laughs> uh, her wajitanus. Uh, yeah. What about Bike Dildo Girl? I'm oh, worried about Bike Dildo yeah, Girl. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, because, I mean, they need a paycheck too. Was everybody given pink slips or were they kept on by the state? Um, who has a very enlightened attitude about people during hard times. So hopefully they were all kept employed and maybe they just entertained each other. An orgy that goes unwatched. Is it still an orgy? I think that's the question.
1: I just like to think of bike dildo girl and, uh, you know, she's there. It's a year later. Thibaut's dead. Caligula's gone. Right. And she has to get up. Every day, oh, uh, bright and early, right. 7 a.m., does her hair, does her make-up. Uh, by nine yeah. sharp, she sits on the uh, bike dildo. As you do. And and then she's just – she has to pedal yeah. all day long. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She gets a lunch break, 12 to 12.45. Is today – is
0: somebody going to show up? To, today, did they, did they, show up?
1: Yeah. Uh there's and there's somebody somebody walking around just making sure oh hey hey uh, what's this you are getting paid yeah. it doesn't doesn't matter that nobody's here you just keep pedaling that bike dildo it's not going to pedal uh, itself
0: <laughs> all so, day long yeah get back to work
1: woman's there with uh, and what about the guy with the conjoined twin on his front well, you know what's yeah. he what's he doing with the conjoined twin yeah. like there's all these questions that right Unfortunately, the sources don't really answer, uh, disappointingly. Exactly. If it's- I had a time machine, yep. oh, first place I'd go yeah. is back to Tibbo's sex dungeon. We're here. But yeah. after he left, see, yeah. that's what that's what they should do in Bill and Ted's, uh, the, the new Bill and Ted Take films, to a is whole go new to Tibbo's sex dungeon. Yes. We could ask uh, Riley Alexander and his wife, Megan, uh, who went to Tibbo's Palace. And if, if you're not already following his wife... Right. Uh, she's got a new Instagram called a doctor in a dress. She's a doctor. They, they live in Utah, uh, but they went They went to Thibaut's Palace. Cool. Uh, she's doing a new Instagram where she just basically... Uh, Dresses up in sexy dresses and post it on Instagram. I'm so, there. Uh, check, definitely check it out. Adopt well, him or it her. in a dress on Instagram. Right. Okay. So. <laughs> well, uh, so far only Megan, but uh, you give know, it time. Uh, I'd like to see. I'd yeah. like to see Riley get more if involved. They quite du- honestly, yeah. if they
0: want to double the numbers, he will.
1: Okay. Yeah. He'll Step yeah. up. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so I, I, I don't know that he went to uh, visit the sex palace when he was in Campania. Right. But while he was there, he got a visit from Herod Antipas. Yes. Herod Antipasta and his wife, Herodias. Mm -hmm. More Jews. Can't get away from Jews. Everywhere he goes, Jews, 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 Jews. (laughs) Jews. Now, what did Herod Herod Antipasta... (laughs) <laughs> uh why, why is he paying him a visit right?
0: well first of all herod uh antipater his nickname was antipas he was the tetrarch which means ruler of a quarter not even a full one just a quarter he rules galilee and another area next to it and he is with his second wife that you mentioned herodias and you have to remember her name because his, his uh previous divorce and marrying her is going to Cause some problems uh, down the road, but I imagine that he's there because being a tetrarch is not living up to his full potential. Look, I, I, I think I'm king worthy. I need you to make me a king and give me more territory, and I will be a good king, subject, servant, client, king to you. I can do the job. I'm just looking for an opportunity. I would really appreciate if you just gave me the one chance, Caligula. I could do this for you. So he's looking for a promotion
1: yeah I wanna I want to correct you on something yeah. there that that's not the right explanation for what a tetra oh. was he was actually the national champion of Tetris
0: oh um, see I'm sorry yeah I'll, yeah, I'll write yeah, that he, out. yeah yeah he had the he had the sore thumb to prove it I, I don't know what that means
1: Herodias had formerly been married to his half-brother Herod II. that's hot <laughs> and she was She was also the sister of Herod Agrippa, his Mm. half-brother. What happened to her first husband, Herod II, Ray?
0: Oh, I don't know. I'm assuming he's dead, but I'm not allowed to guess. (laughs) So I'm assuming he's no more.
1: Yeah, he's dead. So Antipas is Herod the Great's son by Malthus. Tharche, his fourth wife. Right. Herod II was his son by Mariamne II, his third wife. Damn. Herod, uh, sorry, Agrippa, uh, Herod Agrippa and Herodias were the children of Aristobulus IV, one of the two sons Herod the Great had with Mariamne the I, his <gasps> second wife, Damn. who he executed in 7CE. That sounds
0: familiar. Did we mm. talk about that before? Somebody's wife was. Yes. getting... Okay. All right. All right.
1: Locked no, not the through wife. Through. He killed the he killed the sons.
0: Oh, okay. Um, yeah.
1: Herod the Great killed his two sons, he also killed Herod the uh, Second, who right. was his son by this do uh, what by Mariamne the Second. Right. Yeah. This is when he started. Uh, he came to the conclusion that they were conspiring against him. Right. Uh, he had them executed. Yeah. So it's not confusing at all. Now, according to the New <sighs> Testament. It was uh, Harry Antipaster, who was what? the guy that had John the Baptist killed. Oh, be- Because he disapproved, John the Baptist this is, disapproved of Harry Antipaster marrying the wife of his half-brother. What,
0: what, is, what business is it of his? He's a peasant, a hairy beast in the wilderness, and this guy's royalty. Who in the fuck does John Baptist think he is? I'm asking for other people.
1: You're talking about uh, the, the music director of The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, John Baptista? Yeah,
0: exactly. Or, exactly. Yeah. I, I don't know.
1: Now, the the New Testament also claims that Jesus was sent by Pontius Pilate to Harry Antipasta. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Pontius Pilate goes, like, oh, I don't know what to do with Thanks. you. Go see go see the Harry Antipasta.
0: You're a Jew. And he's Harry- a Jew. Work it out. Sorry. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But Jesus refused to talk. Oh. He took the fifth. <laughs> so Ari uh, Antipasta sent him back. Oh, you're killing me. Yeah. And then anyway, so Antipasta Andy, Andy and Herodias went to see the the, the Ligster, the Ligmeister general, right. Caligula, Liggy Stardust, <laughs> Liggy Pop, went to see him because uh, Liggy had made his old friend Herod Agrippa a king. Oh yes. sort of uh, gave him a part of Herod the Great's old kid. And he's not just a Tetrarch, he's a king. Remember yes. we told the story a few episodes ago. Herod Agrippa had been arrested in Rome because he had said oh he said yeah. uh, to he'd said to Caligula once, okay. oh, I wish Thibaut would die. Yeah, dead Thibaut, wish he, wish he was dead, so you could be the king. You could be the princeps. Right. Somebody overheard it, he was put into jail. <laughs> Caligula becomes the the prince uh, the prince pr- 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 princeps. Yep. Can't fucking talk. <laughs> Becomes a princeps and uh, not only lets him go, but gives him a whole bunch of money and makes him a king. So oh, yeah. Harry Antipasta decides he, he he might be up for a promotion as yeah. well. He goes, look, I know I'm good at Tetris, but I think I could be a good king as well. <laughs> I could do it. Um, and actually, according to Josephus, mm-hmm. it was Herodias who pushed him into asking Caligula to make him a king because it, she was woman. jealous that her brother, oh, who's God. just a grandson right. of Herod the Great, has a better business card. <laughs> he's got you know he's got it on gold lettering, the really good right. paper. Yeah, gold lettering <laughs> in imbe- embossed, gold lettering. That really nice Japanese handmade. Right. <laughs> Paper, it's foiled. Right. It's, uh, it's got a, a bit of a smell to it.
0: Yeah, oh, it's perfumed. Yes. If you put it up your nose. Oh man, That's sweet.
1: Yeah, yeah. So she was, she was uh, going a bit Patrick Bateman on him over that. So uh, she said, "Look, you're you're the son of H to the G, yeah. not the grandson. Fuck you're the it. fucking son. Yeah. You should be a king." He's like, "Fuck off, Lady Macbeth." She was like, "No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no.
0: Listen, hear me out." Like we can do this.
1: So she yeah. she withheld the pussy right. until he, he. She goes, you know, straight You up. want you want you want some of my <laughs> Uh You need to go get yourself one of them business cards. So unfortunately for him, yeah, Agrippa had uh, kind of beaten him to it.
0: Oh, is, is uh, I, I don't have any details, so I won't say too much. But but so when he rocks up, Caligula's got some info on Antipass that I guess did not put him in a, in a good light but I don't have any details so I won't say anything
1: of course you don't only one show you had to prepare for this week one <laughs> fucking show that's it
0: nothing else just one show look you if- couldn't even
1: do one
0: show do- do we have to go through this? I don't want to hear it. The audience doesn't want to hear it. You can't shame me. I'm half Australian after hanging out with you for, some, for several years. You can't, I am unshamable. I, I cannot be shamed. <laughs> that ship has sailed. The, the, the USS shame uh. has sailed. <laughs>
1: well, it's, the, it's, a Royal, it's a Royal Australian Navy ship oh. now by the absolutely. Of them, yeah. I salute
0: you. Sorry.
1: Unfortunately, for the hairy uh, Antipasta, Agrippa, his half brother slash, (laughs) no, uh, step, half nephew. Half nephew. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And brother in law uh, had sent word to the Ligmeister General (laughs) that Antipasta had plotted with Cianus to kill. Tiberius. Now he said, "Look, I, I went to jail just for saying I wish yeah. Tiberius this, is this dead. This bitch. motherfucker yeah. Yeah, actually yeah. plotted to have him killed." And Liggy Stardust was all like, "Well, yeah. So what? I actually did it kill is. him. Uh, well, actually, I got Macro to do yeah, it, but I watched as the light went out in his eyes, right. and then I pissed on off. his corpse. So yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Really, you know. But uh, well then, right. but then, but then, <laughs> messenger." Didn't go there himself, obviously. Right. He was too busy being a king. Um, but uh, he sent his message. He said he also, that Antipas, Harry Antipasta, also planned to kill Liggy Pop.
0: Oh, shit.
1: And was building a huge army that was going to invade in league yep. with Artabanus, the king of Parthia. They were going to... They were going to, you know, uh, DP him. Yes. Parthians were going to come in from the north. (laughs) The uh, Jews were going to come in from the south. Yes. One up the bunghole. Right. One up the Wajitanis. Right. I mean, you know, that's sexy, but, uh, you know, you you know. And and Liggy was like, oh, please, Negroni. Like, uh, not racist. Not racist. It's a kind of drink. Right. What's up, my Negroni? (laughs) That's my new saying.
0: (laughs) But, Uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Like like anyone
1: is going to kill Caligula. Like he's a god, for fuck's sake. He's immortal. No (laughs) one can kill Caligula. I'm not sure. I I would have been worried about this. But apparently
0: uh, Caligula was was bothered. Hot and bothered. He he was bothered. Uh, But so here's the thing. Just because someone tells me something, I mean, does he have it investigated? Does he have this guy maybe, and this might sound whatever, but tortured and say, Are, were you just told to tell me this? Is this bullshit? It doesn't matter because at this point Caligula has already survived, you know, what, maybe two attempts on his life directly or indirectly. So he's paranoid. So someone comes up, rocks up and tells him tells him the story. It doesn't matter if it's true or not and I'm not saying it's not true but the point is he's not going to take the time to find out. He's got to get rid of anybody who might even theoretically hurt him because he's already survived so many times. So this gets taken seriously by Caligula and he acts. Well, he actually does
1: do some investigation. He? he Yeah, he turns to Harry Antipater <laughs> who's still in the room right. when Agrippa's messenger rocked up. Right. And he said uh are you building an army? And yeah. Harry Antipasta was like, uh, yeah, 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 I'm building an army. Yeah, yeah. You got me. Psh, you got me. I'm building a massive army. Cop, so
0: apparently yeah,
1: Harry, Harry Antipasta and Herodias turned up in Campania first, but then Herod Agrippa's messenger arrived just after them with a letter. Liggy was, Liggy Stardust was staying at this palace just outside Campania called right. Bern, which sounds a little bit Scottish. Thank you. Which Josephus says is itself a little city of Campania, at the distance of about five furlongs from Dykia Right. Right. There are in that place royal palaces with sumptuous apartments, every emperor still endeavouring to outdo his predecessor's magnificence. The place also affords warm baths that spring out of the ground of their own accord, which are of advantage for the recovery of the health of those that make use of them. And besides, they minister to men's luxury also. I'm there. Road trip. Right. Yeah. (laughs) They minister to men's luxury.
0: Right.
1: Uh, That was actually, that whole quote from Josephus was used on their Airbnb profile and um, did very well. Did very well. He was, one thing people don't know about Josephus, he used to do a lot of like sort of copywriting, freelance copywriting for Airbnb. In his spare time, when he wasn't betraying his own people to Vespasian, he was uh, writing uh, a little, little bit of little bit of uh, copy for Airbnb. Good. Very, very good minister to men's luxury. Good side. Come job.
0: on, I'm yeah. there. Take my money. Yeah. take my money.
1: Yeah. Now apparently, Agrippa's letter told Liggy that in the uh, that Antipass had built up armor for seventy thousand men. Woo! Now, Liggy Liggy Small's turned to um, Harry, Harry Antipaster Pastor and said, "Is this true?" Yeah. And apparently, it was the worst secret ever. He couldn't <laughs> deny it because everyone oh. knew. Because he'd been walking around, he'd been walking around Jerusalem saying, "Shh, don't tell anyone." But I'm building a huge army to kill Caligula. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be shh, gonna be huge. Don't, shh,
0: don't tell so anybody.
1: Keep it to yourself, okay? Don't tell anyone. Tell your so family uh, and
0: your friends, but don't yeah. tell anybody else. Only locals. Mm.
1: He put he had posters put up. <laughs> Kill Caligula, uh, forty. Kill Caligula, forty. <laughs> party. I'm gonna have a party after I do it.
0: Post-kill party. Yeah. So, Caligula
1: sent both Harry Antipasta and Herodias into exile in Spain Aww. and gave all of their shit to Agrippa. In fact, well, initially he he just sent, uh, he said he was going to send Harry Antipasta into exile. He said to Herodias, You don't have to go because you're Agrippa's sister right. and I love Agrippa. Yes. So, you can stay, you can keep your shit. So she good. was like, No, man, this is true love, motherfucker. Okay, I'm right. going. He goes, Well, if you go, I'm going to take all your shit. She yeah. goes, well, I don't, I don't care. Take my shit. I love my man. You can't love take my love. my man.
0: can't take love.
1: Now, in the Bible, she is treated as a...
0: Your mother is a dirty, <sighs> dirty whore.
1: But uh, <laughs> here she is, uh, according to Josephus, saying, "Wav, Tru- true wav," <laughs> and going off with Antipas into exile in Spain.
0: Aw, that's stupid, but romantic. Okay. Hmm.
1: So Philo and his delegation then meet with Caligula again in Campania, and this is around about the time they get news that he's going to erect (laughs) his own erect statue in the Jewish temple at Jerusalem. Ooh, how did that go? Now, we've talked about... We've talked about this before uh, and, you know, the ins and outs of it a little bit. but the, So I don't want to go over it again, but the question is why now? Why would he be trying to build a statue of himself in a temple now, Ray? Ooh, is there anything ooh, about the timing ooh. that you find interesting?
0: Um, dude, sorry. Uh, educated guess again. I got the last one right. Thank you. Anyway, Mm. Ray has the floor. So um, on the last episode we did together, I gave that monologue about him building up his uh, popularity and stats and love with the people. Was this him trying to uh, a part of that? You know, not only do you have to build a temple or whatever, worship my genius, but I also want my head or my statue in that temple because I'm trying to be so freaking awesome or loved by the people. You won't dare kill me.
1: Mm. yeah I think it's a bit of a PR campaign like that right. yeah okay I think it would appear that as a result of all of the conspiracies that he's been uncovering mm-hmm. he might be able he might be trying to protect himself by establishing a cult to himself and thinking right. well you know they're not okay. they're not gonna kill me I'm, right. I'm the most popular cult since the
0: cult really right. um <laughs> People love me. You can't kill someone that other people love. They'll kick your ass, maybe, I'm hoping, really hard.
1: I haven't heard that song in donkey's ages. So he finally enters Rome on the 31st of August in the year 40 to celebrate his ovation. Remind people what an ovation is and what uh, this one was for, Ray.
0: Oh, fuck. Um, I'm not going to guess. I'm not guessing that this has to do with his success in Britain, but I don't remember the details of... What an ovation is.
1: Well, an ovation is a form of a triumph, but less flashy right. than a full-on, uh, tr- full-on triumph. You, you get to march through the streets. You're not Yay. preceded by the senate. Yeah. Uh, you not. You know, you didn't have any soldiers with you. No. Um, yeah, you just. You know, <laughs> and it's granted for. Defeating uh, um, uh, like a minor enemy, somebody who can't really defend themselves, an inferior enemy. It's basically <laughs> like every war America's ever fought uh, since World War Two. Right. Um, so special. They, to- they were getting ov- presidents were getting ovation right. for. It's like, oh, really? You uh, you went and uh, bombed the fuck out of a third world country full of peasants who were trying to defend themselves with pointy sticks yeah well fucking no well yeah. wow that's that's yeah. that's really
0: something to be yeah
1: something to be fucking proud of yeah. uh there you go so that's an ovation now he uh he celebrated this on uh his birthday nice I think this is why he's holding out for right. Caligula because his birthday is the 31st of August born in the year twelve so uh he is What twenty twenty eight now twenty eight yeah getting his o getting his ovation
0: exactly I mean yeah so so it makes it extra special because Pompey and uh, was it Marcella had done it before him and we can go into that or not but the point is I mean why should he be eager to rush into the city of a nest of potential vipers because the the two attempts that have been on his life so far, uh, we can go into. But the point is, there might have been others involved and those other people might still be around. So there's no reason for him to actually want to jump up and down with joy at the idea of heading back into Rome within those walls when there are clearly someone or some ones are out to get him.
1: Pretty pretty awesome way to celebrate your birthday, though, right? Just <laughs> marching through the streets, people cheering. They have to
0: cheer and applaud. Yeah, throw panties. You're,
1: you're wearing you're wearing a laurel wreath. Yeah, uh, you know you've got the you, you just got it going on, and it's your yeah, birthday. It's like, yeah, I'm. Awesome. That's how I. Yeah, that's how I want to celebrate all my birthdays with
0: a wreath and nothing else.
1: Now, yeah, we we talked about uh, the fear of assassination and building the the cult to his genius uh, mm-hmm. at this point, maybe to build his popularity with the people. But it's also around about this time that he takes the vote away from the people. Right. Remember when he first became Princeps, he gave the people the uh, the ability to vote yes. again, uh, which they hadn't had for, for quite some time. He now <laughs> takes it away from them and gives it back to the Senate. And uh, some of the stuff that I read suggested that he just realised the people didn't really give a shit about voting. It was right. just a pain in the ass. Oh, I've got to line up. <clears throat> Gotta I've got to gotta put a, uh, gotta put a rock, rock in a bag. Right. Oh, my God. i have got to six feet really? apart <laughs>
0: now? Oh, my God. The, yeah. It's just a pain in the ass. Pain in the ass. We had to
1: vote. We, we were in lockdown week, last weekend. I think we had to vote here in Australia, maybe the weekend before. It was ridiculous. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, we, we had to go and vote. And uh, I mean, fortunately, when we went to vote, the polling booth was pretty much empty. But right. they didn't have any hand sanitizer. Anyway, that's insane. Started okay. That. Save it. Anyway, so uh, they didn't really care about voting. All they cared about was money, the right. people, and so he just started uh, f- literally throwing gold and silver from the rooftops. A congiarium, congiarium, like or that. you, congiarium. I can't even. I'm not even going <laughs> to be able to say that. For right. Um, con- 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 <laughs> con-gi-a-ry-u-um, con-gi-a-ry-u-um. Congiarium, congiarium. <laughs>
0: Congiarium. Congiarium. Congia. Congia. pretend to be Dracula. Congiarium. Or Italian. Italian uh, co- uh, Dracula. Sorry, I don't know where I was <laughs> going with that. I have no idea where I was going with that. He's throwing gold and silver from the roofs of the palace for actually a few days in a row. That is how you get the people to love you. Fuck this. Make me a god thing or worship me or worship my genius. Give the bitches cash. Bitches love cash. And they will love you. <laughs> According
1: to uh, Dio, uh-huh. he, he says that people were killed because <laughs> they were they were rushing in to try and get all the gold and silver right. he was throwing off the roof of the palace, but then he just started throwing pieces of iron down to try and kill them just for
0: fun. <sighs> yeah, I'm sorry. Bullshit. The entire purpose is to make people love you and so maybe you become inviolent. You don't negate your own plan by throwing pieces of iron from i guess several stories up trying to kill people or in fact killing people that's just completely ridiculous of dio to put that in
1: and it's this kind of shit in dio that <laughs> makes him you know completely unreliable right. as a source i mean just he just throws crazy shit in there that makes no sense right Anyway, Caligula obviously was, in fact, assassinated. So, you know, being scared of yeah. assassination uh, means his, his fears were legit. They were vindicated. Yes, thank you. And you're not paranoid if people really are plotting <laughs> to kill you. Or if
0: you end up dying. So, yeah. So, I mean, there, there's, there's
1: the possibility that he was so paranoid he saw... Uh, conspiracies that didn't exist, and people got so sick of him being paranoid they actually decided to kill him.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Uh, uh, well, look, listen, if you're going to punish us for conspiring to then kill you, then we might it. as well just conspire to kill you, right? right? Shut you up. Uh, but the, the, the flip side is maybe he really was the subject of a lot of conspiracies, although it still doesn't really make any sense why. Like, when he, when he first... Gets the job a couple of years earlier, massively popular. Yes, uh, the people love him. The, the The nobility love him. The Senate love him. Uh, particularly coming on the heels of Thibault. Yes. Uh, so, what happened? What happened to to cause all of these conspiracies? You know, we've we've spent twenty hours talking about this guy now. Yeah, I still don't understand. What it was about him that made them all decide to kill him? If we discount some of the craziest stories, right? What is it that do you think made them want to have this guy killed? Is it just they decided he's a young pup who doesn't deserve all this power, uh, or, or is there something else going on? What's, what's you know? What did you read in Wikipedia?
0: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, no, I mean, if, if I could Spock this for a moment, you're right. I mean, he was beloved by everybody. He, he was this fresh of breath there coming in after Thibaut. And, and we've talked about this, like you said, for 20 hours. But at the end of the day, somebody or someones do kill him. Somebody wanted him removed, either because of their own gain or whatever. And so as we're going to find out, there are a decent number of Theoretically, uh, people involved in this conspiracy, some of them probably had issues, uh, personal issues. Some of them probably had more wider state issues. But the point is, it in some ways, it doesn't really matter because if you have more than, say, 20 people in on a conspiracy, they probably got different um, reasons for doing it. They probably have different degrees of intensity, and it doesn't really matter as long as it ends up happening then everybody's happy because the only common denominator is that this group of people wants him dead. That's the only reason they're coming together. Because as we know, Rome was a very, um, there was a lot of infighting in Rome when it comes to politics. It's just the way they are. So I really don't have a reason except for that someone wanted him removed for a specific reason and others wanted him removed for some other reason. And they were all come Able to come together and make that happen. Me personally, just to make it sexy and exciting, I'm going to put it on Claudius because Claudius benefits, right? Qui bono? Who benefits? Fucking Claudius, the old crazy uncle.
1: I'm going with. I, I'm yeah. with you on that. Yeah. I think it's Claudius. he's not like he's not really crazy. Yeah. The whole crazy thing, the whole I'm it's a little a bit retarded thing. A, li- yeah. a little bit like you. I mean, you, I get you, good you, parking like to, spots from that. So you, who, like, who, you, like who's got the last laugh? Yeah, you like to make people think it's an act, uh, exactly. When in fact,
0: <laughs> it, it, I, I played a double bluff. It's a double bluff. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, it's <laughs> so convoluted. Even you forget which is I real sometimes. Do
0: uh, yeah. So, uh, I mean,
1: just to recap, though, like yeah. we know that it seemed to turn when he became sick and then he he came out of it right. and had gemellus and macro and Solanus killed and then his uh, favorite sister died and he <sighs> lost his shit right. maybe it that is a turning point when they go oh like this dude's crazier than we yeah. thought we maybe him. it's Cla- maybe it's claudius maybe it's some senators who do want to bring back the uh, old republic right. maybe they are uh, 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 trying to they think he's young and weak enough yes, that they can a weak, restore a
0: weak point? Yes, yes.
1: He's the weak link. Yeah. Yes, but um, unfortunately, we just don't have enough in the sources to tell us right what was going on. Now, the the let's just sort of recap the conspiracy. So, the first, if we say the first one was Macro, right, when he was sick. The Gemellus uh, uh, conspiracy. The second was Tullicus and Lepidus. Right. The third we just did was Harry Antipasta. Yes. So the conspiracy that actually led to his death was the fourth conspiracy.
0: Damn. That's a lot.
1: If they weren't all just part of one big conspiracy that just went on for True. a year until Good it finally point. worked. Um, <clears throat> we, we have no no way of knowing. Um, And we don't even know if those first three were real conspiracies or just imagined or being used to to get rid of people. But this final stage of the conspiracy anyway starts seems to start in late 40 and concludes in early 41. Mm -hmm. Both Dio and Josephus claimed that the conspiracy was widely known. Ah. Everyone was talking about it. (laughs) um like Antipas's, they didn't even bother with
0: anti they didn't Army. even
1: bother with yeah, yeah they didn't yeah they didn't even bother with the secret handshake none of that and <laughs> <coughs> they were just like uh kill caligula it wasn't instead of hail caligula yeah. it was just kill Caligula. yep <laughs> kill caligula Yep. well i'm we're all gonna kill caligula right. how's it going <laughs> oh fucking man the weather yeah it's, is it hot enough oh yeah
0: it'll be better when so he's I, dead yeah <coughs>
1: But Tacitus says it was a secret plot. So again, the sources all over the place. place. Josephus says that many of the conspirators were ignorant of each other. Right. They were all conspiring uh, in private. Uh, so maybe there was a lot of people conspiring against him, but it was just sort of uncoordinated.
0: Well, I wanted to ask you about that real quick. If, let's say, like you're... And, and, and in some ways it doesn't matter who you are, but you are either in the Senate or you're in the palace or, or Claudius or whoever, it doesn't matter, and you want this guy dead. Aren't you going to have, aren't you going to be smart enough to, to make sure that everybody who is eventually going to be in your circle, they don't need to know your identity. Maybe you use an intermediary. I don't know, but the point is it, it would seem that you A would have. Out. Yes, buffers, like in the Mafia buffers or cutouts you, there would be gaps in there and so you're right i i think i think all these people are talking and talking and talking but there's one person in the center like a spider web who's pushing this and very few people know who that is that's what i would do so if if
1: there's a major conspiracy against his life mm-hmm. does that justify him having people executed Um, Are you morally justified in having people killed if you think they're trying to kill you?
0: If I am, well, first of all, from a self-survival point, yes, but if I'm the head of the state and someone's trying to kill me, I, embodying the state, have the right to protect myself and the normal functioning of the state, so I will use the resources of the state to wipe out anybody trying to kill me. That's the obvious basic answer. Uh, that I'm sure Caligula would not hesitate to espouse. Well,
1: self defence, I think yeah. in most places yeah. in the world, yeah. self defence is. I'll cut is, you. Yeah. is <laughs> if you can prove self defence, there's some validity exactly. in that. Exactly. So, fear of people trying to kill him might explain the ruthlessness of the last six months of his life. If yeah. The sources are to believe he did get pretty ruthless. Not as bad as the Catholics during the Inquisition, <laughs> but, you know, Almost, bad. yeah. Yeah.
0: 70% of that.
1: Now, the sources don't have much detail. We don't get a lot of names. We get a few names and a few stories, but even they're dubious. But we'll run through them anyway because it's yeah. all we've got to work with. Right. One of the interesting recurring elements is one of the favourite Roman motifs. It's the... Husband, uh, Sorry, father and son. Yes. Um, routine. Yes. Um, it's uh, also the basis of... It's, it's not, not time, time to, to make, make a change. change. Just, Just relax. relax. Take, Take it years. easy. You're, You're still, still young. young. That's, your, That's fault. your fault. There's so much you have, have to know. know. Find, Find a girl. girl. Settle down, down, if down. If you want... want. You gonna, can kill someone because <clears throat> they're going to try to kill, to kill you. So, so it's just a fight.
0: I wanted to ask the, the reason I think that this theme in here of the father and the son, the killing or whatever, as, as we're going to see that that theme doesn't hold up in some of these stories. But if you remember, oh, I don't know, six years ago or whenever it was, we started this thing. We were talking about one of the greatest crimes in Rome, as far as the actual Romans themselves believed, was a son turning against his father. You owe him duty, you owe him loyalty, and all that good stuff. In fact, there was a special term for it, I can't remember right now, but the the punishment was if a son killed or betrayed or whatever, a father, he was put into a sack with three animals. Was it a snake, a scorpion, and possibly a duck? I have no fucking idea. And a,
1: a, a monkey. A monkey,
0: a rabid Covid nineteen monkey, but the but the point is, as we as if you're going to tell these stories and you're going to try. So to- So the monkey eats right. the
1: snake. <laughs> the scorpion eats the monkey,
0: right? And then and
1: then the person right. has to eat the scorpion. I think but, that's how it worked.
0: But right before the monkey dies, he's in the throes of madness and he rapes the guy in the sack. It's it's ugly. <laughs> like, it's ugly. No, but the point is, so so if you really want to shock Romans, bes- besides telling them these stories, you try to throw in the theme of a father and son who are supposed to have a bond like no other, being killed for each other or being killed in front of each other. That's how you mm. make the reader instantly mm. hate mm. forever all time Caligula.
1: Well, it's it's one of the favorite um, mm. kind of Roman stories. It's, it's kind of their version of a Greek tragedy, right. fathers and sons, because the whole purpose... Of of being a Roman is to make good sons, yes. really, yes. to to state. make Rome stronger exactly. again. <clears throat> so if if if, if you're uh, seeing your son get executed oh, in front of you, that's that's the greatest tragedy right. that you can imagine. Right. So we'll, we'll run quickly through some of these stories. Um, there's one story in Seneca about a guy called Pastor. He, uh, Seneca claims Caligula decided to execute Pastor's son because he had a fancy hairstyle. <laughs> He's like, no one's allowed to it's have
0: better hair a
1: better haircut than me. <laughs> than me in Rome. And so uh, he has him executed. And when Pastor begged for his son's life, Caligula had the son executed at once, but then... Oh, shit invited the father to dine with him that evening, gave him perfume and gifts, right. toasted his health, watched him carefully while he drank the wine. Now, rule number one, never attend a banquet in your own <laughs> honour. We know this. But we are told in Seneca that Pastor attended because he had another son yes. and he, he didn't want him to be executed oh. as well. Surprisingly, Pastor seems to have survived the banquet. Now, this story makes no sense, Ray, and, right. and it seems to suggest that there's an entirely more reasonable explanation for this story. What do you think that would look like?
0: Ooh. Um, I don't know. I, I just assumed it was um, them trying to make Caligula look as heinous as they possibly could. Is it? Does it have anything to do with the fact that his name is Pastor? But I'm really reaching here. No, I look,
1: I, I, to me, if, okay, if you leave out everything you know about Caligula, right. if you heard a story about a, a ruler who had a son executed but then invited the father to dinner and gave him gifts and toasted his health, right? my, my conclusion I would jump to is that the ruler felt bad about having to execute the son and yeah. said to the father, look, come to the, come to the house tonight. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to you know, put on a good meal for right. you. Yeah, look. <laughs> I, I I feel bad that I had to do it. But I had like to. here's some gifts. Right. Um Toasting your honor. Listen, you know, like I feel bad. I want you to know no hard feelings. This is no right. uh indication of my feelings towards you yes. or the rest of your family. Love but your son your son was conspiring against me. And, and, and No, I know you were innocent. Right,
0: right. Well, I'm
1: suggesting that the whole hair thing is probably bullshit. Right. That right. he was quite that it makes more sense to me if the son was involved in a conspiracy oh, yes. and Caligula had to have him executed And but then invites the father over to the house and says, listen, right. um, look, I, I feel bad about that uh, but it had to be done. Look, yeah. here's the evidence. Here's the proof. You know, he, you know, he, he, he had, you know, I'm going to fucking kill Caligula right. written all over his walls in right. crayon. Right. It was like, <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Like, I had and to. he said he was going to do it tomorrow. Yeah. You know, I had to do it. Yeah. Uh, but no, no hard feelings. Right. That to me, that's that sense. that goes yeah. with the story better than he killed him because he had a fancy haircut, and then he invited his father over to taunt him, basically, which oh. is how Seneca it- tries to man. And let's yeah. keep in mind that Seneca is not exactly uh, a reliable source. I mean, we we tend to think of Seneca as this great sort of uh, person, stoic philosopher, right. uh, but you know, he also was a bit of a dirtbag, Seneca. Yeah. And hated Caligula. Right. For personal reasons, if, if nothing else.
0: Exactly. So if you take the basic facts of the story twisted here and there, you can come up with a really heinous thing versus what we've done time and time again over the last 20 hours is showing that this guy is pretty normal and he's reacting in a way that a lot of us would in the same situation.
1: Now, there's another story that Dio has about a guy called Sextus Papinius, Sexy Pappy. <laughs> we've we've talked about a sexy pappy before. It's a different sexy pappy, but this sexy pappy is the brother of the other sexy pappy. Oh. Going back to the Tiberius days, right. do you remember the story of Sexy Pappy?
0: No, but I love the name. Please tell me.
1: Well, this is the, the first sexy pappy we talked about right. was the guy who committed suicide because his mother wanted to fuck his brains out.
0: Yes. Okay, it's coming back to me now. Whenever you mention sex, it just takes me a second
1: Mo- to remember. Mothers wanting to have sex with their sons—it uh, brings it back to you.
0: Now, since <laughs> <So it's> Virginia,
1: <coughs> if only he'd known that that would end up as uh, the basis of fifty percent of <laughs> porn. Um, it's either that or having sex with your stepsister. Right. I mean, that's is, the, the you know stepmother uh, wants yeah. to fuck my brains out or his stepsister.
0: And that's fifty percent of country music. Please continue. <laughs> I don't know.
1: And explains fifty percent of the population of Virginia.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. Uh,
1: yeah. So uh, he, he committed suicide, and then the mother was exiled from Rome for ten years because right. we said at the time they hoped that by then her younger son would be old enough to defend himself from her. Well, this is the younger son that we're now talking about. Fuck me. The other sexy pappy. Now, according to Dio, Sexy P and his father, uh, Anikius Kerialis, were discovered in a conspiracy and were tortured. The father, Anikius, kept his mouth shut, Mm -hmm. but the son, Sexy P, confessed when he was promised a pardon, and on the basis of the son's confession, the father was executed. But Seneca tells the same story, but he says it was sexy right. pappy, the son, Ooh. who was tortured to oh death God. for Caligula's amusement. So, again, we have Seneca here just painting Caligula out to be right. some sort of right. crazy, crazy psychopath. Um he he says mm-hmm. nothing about a confession or a father even. Now, Tacitus, to complicate matters, says that Anicius was forced to commit suicide, but 26 years later what? under Nero. And he says the reason was disloyalty to Nero, right. which may have been forged, Tacitus says, But he says there was no sympathy for
0: Renicius because he had earlier betrayed a conspiracy against Caligula. Oh, but right. But the point you're making is you've got three different guys. You've got three different versions of the same story and their relations in the story are different. The timing in the story is different. So they're all over the place. But generally they're painting Caligula in a bad light or at least Seneca or Dio well they all are and and
1: so this is the this is a good indication of why we really can't trust any of these sources very well when it comes to how they talk about Caligula in particular they're all going to extreme lengths to paint him as batshit crazy and just obviously at least two of the three are making shit (laughs) up We don't know which one it is. Um, In terms of Tacitus talking about Aeneas, he says that in 65, while Aeneas was the Suffolk consul, he proposed the erection of a temple to Divus Nero, Nero the god. So he seems like he was a bit of a suck-ass at that point. And so maybe Tacitus is right, and he was the one, Inicius, who betrayed the conspiracy against Caligula back in 40. Yeah. Dio says that it was Inicius' son that betrayed it, um, and, and so he may have just invented that or got it wrong, right. or who the fuck exactly. knows. The, the, the other story um, I want to talk about is a guy called Betalinus Bassus, who was a cuista- and his father was the procurator Betalinus Capito. Mm-hmm. Did you did you read about this one?
0: Yeah, I read that uh, Seneca and Dio gives us the story, but it's Dio that gives us more details. They, but they both say that their deaths were connected to the killing of Papinus. So maybe they were betrayed as well by uh, Keralius, uh, who I named Cialis, the uh, erection medication. Uh, Anyway, so, so maybe they were all connected as well. Dio says that Capito was forced to be present when his son Bassus was killed, even though the son is innocent. Capito, out of mercy, asked Caligula to be allowed to close his eyes. In response, according to the story, Caligula also has him killed, I guess just for making that request of mercy. So again, it's just making Caligula look like an absolute monster. But before the father is killed in trying to save his own life, Capito offers to give up uh, names to Caligula. You know, saying, "Look, I know, I know names. Yes, we're involved. I know names." So he gets asked names, and Capito is like, "Oh, it's the prefects of the guards. It's the it's your influential freedman Callistus. They're all in on it, and maybe even your wife Sezonia." So I think he was just panicking and throwing out names. But again, this is making. Caligula to be the monster who kills all that comes within his path.
1: Yeah. um, Dio suggests that this guy went too far when he threw Cezonia into it, and he wasn't believed, and and he was executed. Um, But uh, Seneca says that uh, one night in the lamplight of a festive gathering attended by ladies and other senators, Caligula had Sexy P, Bassus, and another senator beaten with whips, tortured, and brutally killed for his amusement. Mm. Before their execution, they were gagged so they could not utter rebukes. Then he sent centurions to the houses of the victims' fathers and had them killed as well.
0: Damn. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but again, I don't don't believe anything that Seneca has to say on this because he's obviously just trying to paint Caligula in the worst light possible. Now, but Dio says, and again, I don't believe Dio, but this is interesting. He says, Capito was accordingly put to death, but this very deed paved the way for Gaius's own destruction. Mm. For the emperor privately summoned the prefects and Callistus and said to them, I am but one and you are three. I am defenseless, whereas you are armed. If therefore you hate me and desire to kill me, slay me. As a result of this affair, he believed that he was hated and that they were vexed at his behaviour. And so he suspected them and wore a sword at his side when in the city, and to forestall any harmony of action on their part, he attempted to embroil them with one another Mm. by pretending to make a confidant of each one separately and talking to him about the others until they understood his purpose and abandoned him to the conspirators." So Dio says that, uh, you know, he even decided that Callistus, his his number one guy, was trying to kill
0: him. Yeah, he has every right to be paranoid.
1: So another guy implicated in the final conspiracy was Julius Canis, a Stoic philosopher. According to Seneca, Canis had some big, long philosophical debate (laughs) with Caligula and won. Caligula said, don't be too pleased with yourself. I've given orders to have you executed to which Canus replied, why, thank you, excellent prince. <coughs> because Canis knew life is an illusion. But Seneca also says there was a delay of 10 days between the sentencing and the execution, which was this new statutory period that Thibaut brought in. Remember when the Senate uh, right. executed someone the, the same day they sentenced him while Thibaut was on the sex palace? And he was like, oh, come on, guys. You should have at least waited for me to weigh in on this. So it seems that Canus was probably convicted of something by the Senate, which is why there was the wait for uh, Caligula to approve it, I guess. So he may have been actually convicted by uh, or for a conspiracy, which seems unlikely, though, for a Stoic philosopher Maybe he just spoke out against tyranny, um, but and and they again convicted him for maestas or something like that. Anyway, Seneca says he spent the ten days uh, between his sentencing and his execution. Perfectly calmly, playing board games, discussing philosophy with people. Right. Um, and so, you know, uh, well, we know Seneca was sort of a stoic, so maybe he's just getting in a bit of a bit, a bit of a good word for the Stoics. Maybe yeah, right. he knew this guy and uh, wanted to put in a good word for him. Mm. Now, another guy that gets mentioned uh, who gets killed is Julius Gracchinus. He's the father mm-hmm. of Agricola. Who becomes famous later on, uh, partially because he's the uh, his son-in-law is Tacitus, Ooh. but Agricola supported Vespasian during the Year of the Four Emperors. Then he's given a military command in Britain when, Vince, when Vespasian becomes emperor. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about him later on. But anyway, his father, Julius Gracchinus according to Seneca, was executed for being a better man than he should have been. That's all he has something to say. But no. Tacitus no. says it had something to do with his refusal to prosecute Solanus two years earlier, some oh. sort of payback. Yeah. Um, which, again, doesn't make a lot of sense. Why would you leave somebody survive for two years and then have him executed? Right. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Final story is in Dio that I want to talk about. He says, now there was a certain Protogenes mm-hmm. who assisted the emperor in all his harshest measures and was always carrying around two books, one of which he called his sword and the other his dagger. This Protogenes entered the Senate one day as if on some other business, and when all the members, as was their natural, saluted him Mm -hmm. and were extending their greetings, he darted a sinister glance at Scribonius Proculus and said, Do you too greet me when you hate the Emperor so? (gasps) On hearing this, all who were present surrounded their fellow senator and tore him to pieces.
0: Damn! So
1: not only Caligula, who's batshit crazy and Dio, <laughs> but also the senators right. who tore a man to pieces for supposedly hating Caligula.
0: Just words.
1: What should we believe? How much of this should we believe? I suggest not much of it. But that is the story. That is the show. Another corker. Stay safe and locked down. We'll be back next week. Take care, people.